Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you the start of another broadcast week. I've been very eager to talk to you today in light of events that finally ended <laughs> the speaker saga. And I have some very important words to communicate at the top of the broadcast first of all first and most importantly to you those of you who are listening to this broadcast I very much want to thank you just by listening for your commitment to the values of Liberty because that's what this is all about I tell people all the time and I'm sure if you listen to this broadcast on a regular basis that's what I believe in. I believe in our founding documents and the things that I discuss are very much focused on preserving those liberties. And I appreciate the fact that this is a message that is well received by you, that many of you not only live these values yourselves, but you make those calls, those necessary calls to lawmakers. You get involved civically. And many of you are committed just to be decent human beings, to engage your neighbors, and to build the kind of community that we all want to live in. I want to, regarding the speaker's race, First and foremost, tell you, I believe it's a huge victory for American and Americans. I remain very skeptical of Kevin McCarthy. But I believe that we got the best deal we could possibly get for the American people. And I don't think a lot of people understand this at all. We'll talk about this with one of the members of Congress who bravely went out on a limb on this. While many Americans, and frankly, many Republicans, were critical. There are other so-called conservative talk show hosts who are very critical of these folks and saying that they should have lined up behind Kevin McCarthy and just shut up. I'm glad they didn't. We will have a better process because of their bravery. And speaking of, I want to do a very, very loud shout-out 
to brave members of Congress. Those who descended are heroes who politically risked their own political careers. They did to get things for us. I don't think they were looking for chairmanships or special treatment for themselves. They were fighting for you, for their right to represent you as their, as your representatives. That's what they're supposed to be there for. And if they don't even have a voice, what is the point of going to Washington in the first place? If I might interject here, and I've said this plenty of times before, one of the big problems happening in Washington, D.C., we're seeing a consolidation of power that the Founding Fathers never intended, not just for the presidency, but also for the Speaker of the House. This position has become way too powerful. And I hear people on these talk programs, and, and I don't mind saying this, these, these idiot newscasters who don't know crap, they don't know anything, rattling off about, oh, is he going to be a weakened speaker now? The position needed to be limited. These politicians have amassed way too much power. Way too much. And Nancy Pelosi took it to another level. So to trim back the power of the Speaker's office is perfectly appropriate. More power for him or her is less power for you. That's what it amounts to. The people I want to shout out to. Ninth District Congressman Dan Bishop, right here in North Carolina. I played for you his speech where he offered the nomination for a new member of Congress, relatively new member of Congress, to be Speaker. All along, his purpose has been, again, about values and principles. This has not been a personality contest for anybody. Anybody I've been supporting anyway. And the same thing for Ralph Norman. From the 5th District of South Carolina in the upstate. These two men, they deserve your praise, your commendation. I want to encourage you to continue to pray for these guys. They're relatively new in Congress. And you know what happens to these folks. History has shown the longer they stay, the less conservative they become. I dare to believe these guys are not going to become those people. If you have a moment, seriously, call their offices or send a note just to thank them for standing up away from the pack. I'm also going to warn you, you're going to hear a lot of spin. Democrat talking points, you'll hear some of them. The use of the word extremists. And when I tell you what these folks have won in a bit, you'll understand how silly all of this nonsense is and how, how ignorant and in many cases how evil some of these people really are because they know better. And they're enabled by the lazy news media. Folks who don't even bother to research to find out What's really going on here? And frankly, they don't care because this is about eyeballs. This is about ears. This is about clicks. And sadly, I don't say this 
for attention and to be a smart like. But I pray for our republic and the general ignorance that prevails. Because if you have these politicians spouting off this nonsense and you have a mainstream news media which fails to get into the truth and a lot of people who really are lazy, they're going to gravitate to what is flashy, what is interesting, what is inflammatory. What you have is largely a profoundly ignorant electorate. I hope we can, as Walter Williams used to say, help to push back the frontiers of ignorance. We all have to do this together. They have no idea what's going on here. And so the narrative that is put out there by the mainstream news media, by, frankly, unprincipled people, hateful people, people with an agenda to tear down the republic, well, they win the day just based on really gravity. <laughs> That's what happens here. It's just so easy for lies to get traction, isn't it? Coming up, we're going to have a conversation with one of those members of Congress that I mentioned. We'll talk about what you have won. That's what's important here, what you have won. This is not a political game. This is about the republic. And we'll cover all of it as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. On the Vince Coakley radio program. If you'd like to join the conversation, the GS Plumbing Talk Line 800 9281110. 
800-928-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. So what have these holdouts, who held out pretty much to the last minute, what have they won for us? That's the key thing. Not for you, for us. Here's an example. Reported by Newsweek. One lawmaker can trigger a speakership election. Newsweek says McCarthy's tenure could prove to be an unstable one after he accepted the key concession to restore the ability of a single House member to call a no-confidence vote in the Speaker. Remember when Mark Meadows did this several years ago? To get rid of John Boehner? Under McCarthy's predecessor, California Democrat Nancy Pelosi, a rule change was introduced that meant a motion to vacate could advance by direction of a party caucus or conference, meaning a party's leadership. This move will allow McCarthy's critics to pursue a vote to remove him and replace him. This would make this process much simpler. Motions to vacate are rare and have been attempted only twice in the House of Representatives. 1910 and 2015. So I want you to understand, folks, this is rare that this happens. So for someone like Nancy Pelosi to panic as she did and get rid of this, it shows what the true intent is. It's to hold on to power. This has been in place, folks, for a long time. For a long time. Over 100 years. Probably longer. Limits on spending. I love how Newsweek writes. I mean, this is just idiocy. How this is written. Hardline conservatives have long been concerned about the extent of federal spending, believing it's now unstable. Who in the right mind does not think our federal spending is unstable? This is not a hardline conservative position. This is a rational position. Anyway. Holdouts demand that McCarthy should commit to cutting budget spending with any vote to increase the vote ceiling. Yes. On the debt ceiling. They want this tied. Spending cuts. To the debt ceiling conversation. Aren't they related? You better believe it. Is this some right-wing extremist position? No, this is a common sense position. According to the Hill, Representative Chip Roy said it's safe to say we believe there ought to be specific, concrete limits on spending attached to a debt ceiling increase. But the move could result in large cuts to defense spending, a reduction that could lead to a backlash among Republican hawks. Yada, 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 yada. How concerned, how terribly concerned they are. <laughs> do, do, you, do you get the tone even in this? These are not serious people. They're not serious at all about getting to the truth. It's really unfortunate. Next concession, more subcommittee roles for hardliners. This just cracks me up. While McCarthy hasn't publicly announced any holdouts on more subcommittee roles, several wanted to extend their influence. According to the BBC, Andy Harris of Maryland has expressed interest in chairing the Health Subcommittee that controls a large amount of government spending and switched his support to McCarthy on Friday. Should McCarthy spurn loyal supporters in favor of holdouts, 
This could result in his own base becoming disillusioned with his speakership and weaken him further. So by pleasing McCarthy, McCarthy pleasing Harris, giving him a subcommittee role, he might knock somebody out of position who already supported him. This is just silly. Another concession, weaponization of federal government subcommittee. A key, key command of McCarthy's detractors was to be given powers to review ongoing criminal investigations. I have a question for you. What is part of Congress's job in regard to all of the other operations of government? Oversight, right? This is a no-brainer. The panel would be created amid ongoing arrests connected to the January 6th riot of the Capitol and criminal investigations into former President Donald Trump. Subcommittee members will be able to investigate executive branch agencies and pursue issues they believe violate the civil liberties of any U.S. citizen. Duh! Is this not what they should be doing anyway? And this is something that people refer to as an act of extremists. Do you see what I'm talking about, folks? Last but not least, changes to House procedure and term limit vote. A less controversial demand extracted by Republican hardliners. See, I, you know, if I were in charge of Newsweek, I would tell them you have to get rid of all of this language, all of it. Well, before I told them you cannot write like this, I would tell them, I would ask the question, what is a hardliner? Explain that to me. And I guarantee you they don't have a good answer. They probably don't have a good answer. I can guarantee you they don't have a good answer. They don't know what they're talking about. Anyway, get a load of this. This is what the hardliners want. Members should have 72 hours to review bills before they're voted on in the House. Now, can you tell me? Now, I want you, if you're a person who disagrees with this, I want you to text or call me right now and tell me how horrible and right-wing and extremist this is and how this makes members of Congress terrorists for pushing for this. Hardliners, here it is again. Also, you know the other thing about this, this language? It's lazy. It's lazy. Hardliners also extracted a floor vote to establish term limits for all House members. Again, how many within the sound of my voice don't want to vote on term limits? Currently, representatives serve two-year terms and are allowed to be elected, re-elected indefinitely, as long as they have the support of their constituents. So that, folks, is the list of concessions. You tell me which one of those is extreme. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> this is just insane, folks. Still to come in the broadcast, I promise we will get to your texts and your calls along the way. And we'll also have a conversation with one of those brave members of Congress. Also, you're going to hear an apology. Remember one of the members of Congress who called these folks, these dissenters, terrorists? Well, he's actually had the good grace to apologize. 
And I respect the heck out of him for it. You're going to hear that. What does McCarthy think about this? We will hear his thoughts. And much more as we continue our Monday broadcast. Folks, we've got some things to be encouraged about. And I hope you are. At the end of the day, this is not about personalities. This is about the republic. Solidifying this republic. Stay with us. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. on the Vince Coakley radio program you heard before the break. I mentioned a couple of brave members of Congress who really did go out on a limb. I mean, think about it. Over 200 of their colleagues standing with Kevin McCarthy. They're ready to go. And here are these holdouts who've been profoundly vilified for day after day after day after day And one of those folks who bravely stood strong is joining us now on the broadcast, a person I'm very honored to consider a friend, Representative Dan Bishop from the 9th District of North Carolina. Good morning. Welcome back to the broadcast, Dan. Good morning, Vince, and I'm honored to be your friend. So thank you very much for having me on your air. Well, I first have to ask you, how do you feel today about the the final solution to this this speaker saga i feel fantastic about where we've ended up although i must emphasize that we're not done we've got the rule package that we know that we negotiated as part of the overall overall agreement that is to be enacted today on the or this evening on the floor of the house and some people are squawking about it about to see whether it attracts 218 votes or more, I, I anticipate that it will. Uh, and then we're actually got some more implementation after that. So the task is not over, but it's a, it has worked out to be a fantastic beginning to a Republican majority in Congress that will deliver for the American people. You know, uh, Dan, I cannot help but to think about Ronald Reagan's uh, words he communicated about dealing with the Soviets. I'm sure you remember this. What did he say? Trust, but verify. verify. And that's exactly what you guys are doing right now, isn't it? Yes, it is. And uh, and Vince, I'm, you, you were kind to say nice things about what we did. And as you, you're very correct, the, the conservatives that, has, that have vilified us, you know, I don't care about that stuff, Vince. Uh, I, uh, I only, I've gone... <laughs> 
it was a surprise that I ended up going to Washington in 2019. I'm not going to spend decades up here. I see no purpose in sitting there to be an adornment or an ornament and just do nothing. When the, and, and, and I cannot imagine anyone who looks at the state of the United States government and does not say something's got to change. And so that's what we did. We, we, it's amazing that the media, including conservatives, a lot of conservatives like uh, Mark Levin, for example, who attacked yep. us. Very disappointed in Mark Levin on, over this yeah, Mark, entire Mark matter. Mark Levin, who, who wants to have the Article 5 convention to alter the Constitution, but believes we can't possibly take the risk of spending a couple of days before we coronate Kevin McCarthy as speaker. I, I don't get it, but, but with, with debt ballooning to the point we don't know, you know, it looks impossible, inflation, southern border in chaos, crime overrunning cities. It, it, it's just not, you can't just continue to go and do the same thing you've done, in the same way you've done it, and drift along. So, I'm really pleased with the agreement that worked out. I'm pleased that we're able to come together. I'm happy, frankly, that many members of Congress are lauding the results, even though they were not inclined to be with us when 20 said we would stand. You know, it's kind of interesting. Uh, I was listening to an interview, we're going to play a little bit later on, from one of your colleagues, who said that he was convinced that the things that you guys have been fighting for they were already trusting Kevin to deliver those things. How do you respond to that? Well, this way. Kevin McCarthy, I have no animosity to Kevin McCarthy. He's a it's very not personal. person. But Kevin has been in leadership in the Republican conference for 14 years. And he, continue, he today describes the three major threats to the United States. He talked about our debt, China, and I can't forget the third one. I saw a video, if you can go on YouTube and see it, when he was speaking to the Bakersfield, California uh, Tea Party Republicans in 2011. He said the same thing. And, those are the, and, and on every one of those threats, they've become more severe, worse, not better, during the 14 years he's been in leadership. So. On what basis do you, could you anticipate that he was going to suddenly make progress as speaker when he hasn't been able to as part of the leadership? Uh, now, he may have. It's conceivable. But I don't think that was something that would qualify as my doing my due diligence, my meeting my fiduciary obligations to voters to just assume that that would occur in, in contravention to all of the historical data. Yep, it, it makes sense. This is one of the reasons why we uh, very repeatedly uh, give liberty scores of members of Congress. And, and for the record, Kevin McCarthy has an F. So, you know, for all the rhetoric, rhetoric doesn't matter. What matters is how you vote. And if you're in leadership, what kind of leadership do you show? And, and on both counts, it's been abysmal. Uh, and I think what you're trying to do I, I, I'm, I'm trying to be kind here, is you're trying to help make chicken soup out of chicken crap. I mean, that's, it's, that's really what we're looking at here, isn't it? Uh, you're, you're not, you know, obviously the conference was not going to support another candidate. You're just trying to make the best of this situation with the person that uh, most people are agreeing on. Um, I, I believe that's a, a fair and accurate description of it, uh, Vince. And 
and I think, um, you know, I, I, I'm sensitive to the point that I had lots of people, but some good friends who texted me on my phone and said, you're uh, the tail wagging the dog, you're an obstructionist, whatever. And so I say the proof's in the pudding. Uh, if, we've, if we've come to an agreement that we lacked before, that the conference overwhelmingly agrees with, even just the rules changes that we began working on last summer and nobody would talk to us about until after the election. And frankly, they never would have talked to us about them after the election either. Yep. You're right. Except for the fact that there was a five vote margin of. of, uh, Yes, they needed you uh, in in the chamber. They needed it. And so all this has been done. But everybody should remember that. But for the 20, none of it would be done. Yep. Not one rule change. I'm with you. I am completely with you on this. If they could get away with business as usual, they would do it. This is how Washington operates. Uh, We are. Unfortunately, at the end of our time, but I I cannot, Dan Bishop, I cannot thank you enough and those who have stood with you. And and again, when I watched that speech after the broadcast on Friday and I heard you uh, deliver that speech on the floor, I've never seen that Dan Bishop before. I hope we see more of that in the coming days. And we want to know we're going to be praying for you. And uh, we hope everything goes well. And thanks very much for bringing the fight to Washington for us. Uh, thanks Definitely for coming need on. your prayers, Vince. Definitely need the prayers. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you. Congressman Dan Bishop, who represents the 9th Congressional District here in North Carolina. Um, I, it's not every day I give compliments like that. I just don't. And I'm, this not, doesn't constitute an endorsement or anything like that. But you've heard... I've already told you what these folks have won, and they've won it for you, not for themselves. That's very important. Love to get your thoughts as we continue the broadcast. Stay with us. Uh, the Vince Coakley radio program. Hope you enjoy the conversation with Dan Bishop, who is just an all-around good guy. I want to say something else about the other members of Congress, because it's a mixed bag. There are some other very solid conservatives who did not participate in this fight. I want you to know, I don't think any less of those folks. And frankly, you know, there's an argument here that they, it really wasn't necessary for more people to get involved. As Dan was describing this, the 20, that was enough. Four was really enough to keep this thing from just snowballing along to the point where Kevin McCarthy would just go in and do business as usual, and which I'm convinced he would have done otherwise. He didn't have any reason to. Did you hear Dan Bishop say they've been trying to get these rules changed? They've tried to have conversations about this for a while. Nobody wanted to talk about it until they needed their votes. (sighs) Don't fool yourself, folks. These are not trustworthy people. 
I don't trust Kevin McCarthy any further than I can throw him. Frankly, any further than I can reach him. <laughs> I don't trust the guy. I really don't. Wake up, Vince. This republic became a corporation in the late 1800s, and you are still a slave, and we are all slaves. Boy, that really makes you feel good, doesn't it? England called the patriots rebels and terrorists as well. Yes, they did. Vince, as long as we the people do not exercise our power and authority to vote out those who usurp power, it will continue to centralize. Yes, yes, yes. Every bill should be read in full on the House floor into the congressional record before it can be voted on. Wouldn't you expect the bills to become more concise and with less hidden pork? You better believe it, which is why they don't want to do that. They don't have any interest in being straightforward about what they're doing. What else do we have here? Vince, we are so thankful for the holdout standing firm. They truly did go out a, on a limb to make sure Congress is playing by the rules and following the Constitution. Pelosi definitely destroyed all of that. See, and have you heard any criticism of this power-hungry woman and what she did? See, I don't care if you agree with what was voted on or not voted on during the time she was in power. The fact that she consolidated power, usurped so much power, it's an affront to all Americans. That needs to be understood. See, what I, this is what, this ought to be a headline, but you're not going to hear this conversation, are you? Republicans are in power, and I want to restrain them. Can Democrats say the same thing? Do they want to restrain? See, I want to restrain everybody. So they are not able to do things, because what they will do, the more they do, the more they're capable of doing, the more they will violate the Constitution and your rights. Can you ask if anyone has apologized to them for calling them names? I did see an interview with one person where he made an apology for calling them terrorists. And you're going to hear that in a bit. I don't normally like to talk about other talk show hosts. I have the most utmost respect for Mark Levin. He has been so profoundly wrong on this. And, you know, I, it being disagreeing is one thing. He was over the top. It was ugly. I had to turn it off. I, I'm not quite sure I understand where he was. <laughs> this texture says, not a fan. His ego is way overblown, thinks he's Rush. <laughs> um, if you don't think Donald Trump had some influence on these 20 holdouts, you are sadly mistaken. Donald Trump called for Kevin McCarthy to be elected speaker. I don't trust McCarthy either. I feel he is a globalist. This person saying Jeffrey's speech was absolutely disgusting and that it was. I want to quickly get to a couple of things before we get to the break. The texter made reference to a member of Congress, and I so respect this member of Congress for what he did. He's issued an apology for calling his fellow Republicans terrorists. This is Dan Crenshaw making an appearance on CNN's State of the Union. Listen up. You opened up with the whole terrorist comments. So I do have to address that. Please. Right? Um, look, th things get heated and things get said. Uh, 
obviously, to the people who took offense by that, it's pretty obvious that it's meant as a turn of phrase in the... In it's the, a metaphor. It's, You're not... it's in the context of intransient negotiations. I Look, I, I've got pretty thick skin. I'm called awful, vile things by the, kind of the very same wing of the party that, that, that I'm fighting. I was fighting at that moment, so I, I was a little taken aback by... By the uh, sensitivity, yeah, by the sensitivity of it. But um, to the extent that I had colleagues that were that were offended by it, I sincerely apologize to them. I don't want them to think I actually believe they're terrorists. It's clearly a turn of phrase that you use in what is an intransient negotiation. And I accept his apology. By the way, you should know Dan Crenshaw has a seventy-four Liberty score. Still kind of acceptable in my book. It's a C. <laughs> So uh, I, I, I'm not interested in looking to make an enemy out of someone who uh, is with us a good part of the time. Still to come, McCarthy's reaction and much more as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 